was recorded live at the National Catholic Educational Association in Dallas 2023. Enjoy. All right, we are in the lounge and I am here with some teachers from San Antonio. So would you mind first introduce yourselves, tell us your name, the school that you work at and what you do there. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Alvarado from St. John Bergman's Catholic School in San Antonio, Texas. I teach middle school history, geography and Texas history along with eighth grade language arts. Wow, that's a lot. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna unpack that in a couple minutes. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Julie Ortiz. I'm from San Antonio, Texas. I teach at St. John Birchman's Catholic School. I teach fifth grade. I teach eighth grade religion, third grade social studies. I'm also the cross country coach and the track coach. Wow. Okay. Yep. Wow. Ladies. <laughs> okay. Hello, my name is Vanessa Guevara. I'm a teacher at St. John Bridgman's Catholic School. I teach science to fourth through eighth grade. Um, and then I also am the cheer coach. So I just started that program last year. Okay, so I'm. what I'm hearing here is you all wear about 15 hats. So that means, so it's about a small school. So about how many students in your school? I'd say 110. Oh, okay. Yes. Do you have any multi-age classes or are they... Like one grade level per? Well, we have pre-K three and four combined because oh, it wasn't do? enough to split uh-huh. them both out. But our principal would like to have a separate pre-K three and a pre-K four. Okay. Yes. But otherwise, each grade level has at least a homeroom. Wow. And then, of course, in the middle school. And I think fifth, maybe, do you yes. switch classes? Uh, fifth grade, they they, um, they do sw- they they stay in their classroom, but the math teacher as well as the science teacher come into my classroom. And also the third grade class um, that I teach social studies, they stay in their classroom, but I go. I go to into their classroom. Tell me what it's like switching gears between eighth grade and third grade. Um, it's, it's, it's not so much of a, a, a change because even though I had them in the past, I think that's, that's why I don't see any difference in the sense, of course, that they, they think a little bit more uh, teenage. Uh, their their mindsets are a little bit you know in the teenage sense, but I the pleasure of myself having them when I taught them in third, even in fourth and in fifth, and then I see them in sixth, seventh, and eighth. Oh my gosh! Um, it's it's we're it's it's home, especially with COVID with the eighth grade year this year this class. Um, I had them in fifth grade, and we kind of felt that we uh, were cheated in a sense because we didn't finish fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So, but we get to see each other again in eighth grade. Okay, that's great. Okay, so tell me about what it's like to teach kids in the classroom and then also have them in activities outside of the classroom. Does that help with developing strong relationships with the students? And how do you handle that? How does that benefit you? I think that it helps tremendously. Um, I just feel like we have a stronger connection. So it's able, if I see the child in the classroom and then I see them later on in the day, it kind of helps with motivation in the classroom as well. And also just school spirit. So it helps get more kids involved. And what is the best part about your job? (laughs) (laughs) What is your favorite thing about every single day? Um, The fact that, believe it or not, the students are interested in learning about history. And that was my major, and I asked to get all history this year instead of all language arts. Uh-huh. But since I had the eighth graders for seventh grade, I know their strengths and their weaknesses, hence mm-hmm. I have them again this year. But 
they really ask a lot of questions and you know thought-provoking questions so that that motivates me to keep to keep hanging in there and I'm in year number 30. Well good for you. <laughs> okay but if students are excited about history that comes from you like you you gotta own a piece of that you get to pat yourself on the back a little bit because oh. it's usually the excitement of the teacher does spill over on the excitement of the kids well, too right? Thank you they say I have a passion for it. <laughs> they I can tell. Do. They can tell. <laughs> okay so did I hear that you won an award for something? Oh yes! Oh, <laughs> I um, I had the pleasure of uh, winning our school teacher of the year last year, and then um, where we were at there at receiving all the teacher of the awards for the whole other Catholic schools, I also was recognized for Catholic teacher of the Archdiocese of San Antonio. Oh my gosh! And then um, just recently, uh, a few months ago, I found out that I was the Catholic Elementary School Teacher of the Year for the state of Texas. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to ask you this question. I'm going to ask your peers because, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because as Catholic school teachers, we are humble. We do not, you know, sound our own trumpets for ourselves very well. So I'm going to ask your two co-workers that are with you, why is she the Teacher of the Year? Why is Julie the Teacher of the Year? I've known Julie, what, seven years now, and this young lady does not know the word no. She, whatever is asked of her, she will do it. And she has a strong commitment to her own family. She has mm. two, two children, one's in high school, one's in seventh grade, and she's very involved in, with her family, her faith, and then it shows in the classroom. The students love her, and like she said, she's built the relationships, and I think that's what it's... She's also, she mentioned some of the things that she does, but she's also our liturgy person. She is a liaison between the parish and the school to set up liturgies, uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe program. She didn't, she was very modest, but every year our eighth grade class reenacts the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ, and so we just had that this past Good Friday. Yeah. And so, goes, goes, goes. She has a commitment to her parents to live in a small town outside of Houston I think but mm-hmm. I, at least I don't know how she does it right. I really don't know how she does it I don't know she needs to sell whatever she <laughs> keeps her going she needs to sell that to the rest oh, of us sweet. I think it, it, I mean to, to back on that I like I said you know it, it takes uh, it's not they're not my colleagues they're my family right and since you know it, it helps out like that you know we help each other and I think that's why our soul even though we're small we're very mighty so I thank you, Ms. Alvarado, for that. Beautiful. This is actually my first year teaching, and so all of the things that Ms. Ortiz does, on top of that, she's a great mentor. She takes time. She, we have another one that's a second year teacher, and she really helps us a lot. So can't imagine the things that go on her plate. She gets everything done with a smile and builds great relationships. So how do you do it? I do it because they help. They're they're with me. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. <laughs> but we we're, we are um, like I say, we're we're sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. But we are definitely. I, I think you know, even though we have other mother, you know, different mothers and fathers, but we are sisters. I think we we. Uh, I think it's easier to talk to each other when even in good times and in bad. So like I said, we're family, and that's. I already know. If I ask them, I know they're gonna they're gonna do it. So I don't even have to ask them. I just look at them and they they say, "Hey, wherever you want me, just tell me. Tell me when and where." So what what a true testament of supporting each other and building each other up. And we don't always all win awards for you know for doing that, but you all 
know, you're a piece of that, right? Because yes. they, they support you and they build you up yes. and all the wonderful things that you do. Congratulations. Well, thank you. It's beautiful. I can kind of feel the spirit of your school community. So it, it sounds like you have a beautiful culture and climate in your school. That oh, we do. You. And even the parents oh, say that, yes. we'll recognize yes. that. Oops, our survey. Yes. I forgot about our survey. So, uh, so come and visit us in San Antonio. We're right on Couples Road, uh, right by Kennedy High School. Oh, we're the only Catholic school really on the parish... Catholic school on the west side of San Antonio. Oh. So the, we're you know, really working to increase enrollment. Yeah. That's one of the reasons we're here at NCEA it, to, to develop that because some of the public schools are closing campuses. So we are receiving phone calls. So potential students. Yes. yes so. Good. Well, good luck. Thank you so much for stopping by the lounge. It was really a pleasure. Well, thank you. Thank you. All of you and speak with you. Thanks so thank much. You. Thank you. Thank you.